0: Someone wrote this. We sacrificed for our daughter. I stayed home to raise her, put her in the best schools, paid for college and more. Now she's an adult and won't talk to us. Where did we go wrong? This morning, a lot of people are going to be delivered from bondage and that's the truth. So just open your heart. We sacrificed for our daughter. I stayed home to raise her, put her in the best schools, paid for college and more. Now she's an adult and won't talk to us. Where did we go wrong? follow me. So this is the response that follow that message. And follow me please. I know we are limited in wording questions, but the first thing I saw I have done this and that for her. So the parent is saying I've done this, I've done that for this child or for this children. And no, we had a loving relationship until. So bearing in mind that it may be a limitation in phrasing the question. Follow me please. This is it. Why did you do all this? Why did you stay at home all the time? Why did you get off work after giving birth why did you do all the things you said you did for that child what did you want to gain from it how did you want the child to behave after she was through college and what did you actually sacrifice when working would have helped out financially with best schools and colleges all good parents sacrifice to one degree or another but don't blame it on the children so this is what it it sounds like the parent is now where they are totting up what the child owes them but did you give the child the important sense of being loved for herself did you give the child a sense of family or was it more like an investment did you knock the child and watch every grade did you make the child feel you were dependent on her doing well and expected some return or have you just left out the nice bits the fun you had together the places you used to go together the great conversations over meals or coffee the hugs and kisses so this is what struck me a lot of people especially especially in this part of the world, do parenting like an investment. So now this is me, right? I earn money, I can pay my rent, maybe I have a car, then I choose to marry or have a child. Now, the child has no part to play in my thoughts, in my feelings, in my actions. They're children, they're yet to be born maybe. Then I get pregnant, I give birth to the child and then I say I want to give the child my best or the best whatever it is that there is. Then I pause my life. The child had no role to play the child had no idea what you were doing the child here is not an active participant the child is just there so you do all the things that you choose to do by yourself for a child you chose by yourself to have the child had no part to play now you've raised the child you stayed at home you sacrificed your career blah 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 thank you very much but the question again is why did you do all of this because i've seen parents who blackmail and destroy their children with this lie. This lie now that the children owe them something. This lie that the children are ingrate because they did not repay them for the good, for the magnanimity, for the shower of love and affection and money on the child. So, let's say for example, when I was about 8, right? I had all my senses complete the way I have it now when I was 8 years old. So, uh, um, Um, I mean, awareness, yeah? So, my parents will say, um, for example, all the food I give you, um, I don't wear nice clothes because of you. Um, I gave up this because of you. You do not give up anything because of me. You made a choice. And every choice comes with sacrifices or consequences. Classic example, which I'm sure bores some of you by now. I was up at 3 o'clock this morning. I was up at 3 o'clock this morning. But how does that affect the price of bread in ShopRite? I chose to do this. I chose to give my life the first hours of life my life every morning to Musali, Amin Musali, my Lebanese ogre at the top. Enog Bevire, full adult with her senses intact, left Lagos, came to Port Harcourt. I beg to apply. Please employ me. Musali looked at my documents. Oh yeah, let's test her. All these papers that they bring. When you test now. Oh yeah, test. Open the studio. Give her a script. Read. After that, come for an interview. Okay? This one looks like something that we can work with. Some trainings will happen. Some this will happen. But looks like what we can work with. So we'll pay you this in exchange for your life from 5am to 10am. That was the first contract. No, it wasn't 5 to 10. It was actually 9 to 5. 8.30am to 5.30pm. Hello, Adults, do you agree? I agree. Okay, so sign the document. So we signed and I came to Port Harcourt to work. And this is the truth. I chose the reward I wanted when I signed that document. The reward was X amounts at the end of every 30 days. Well, here it's 25 working days, right? So what it means is that at the end of every 25 working days Amin Musali, my boss will pay me X amount that is my reward I agreed to that reward and I signed the document so when some of you go to work and you start to be bitter, you start to be angry you start to be ineffective because of the salary that you agreed to you want to ask yourself a question did I or did I not sign that document I know those on the other side they are waiting for eternal life um by some form of lump payment at some time, that's fine. They made that choice too. Do you understand? So I cannot come here and be angry. What can I do? I could, for example, say, um, during the interview, so if I give a seller performance after six months, would I get a salary review? I mean, that's the time you have to ask these questions, right? Okay, would it be put in a document for reference purposes? Because many companies will not write so that you can't hold them to it. Okay, then you ask again, how will my performance be measured? Because I have to be able to bring something to the table to send my for example that i brought 50 jobs this month as a marketer and the rule says 30 so i've done 50 this month i did 50 last month i've done 50 consistently for the past six months i deserve i demand a raise do you understand so when we do parenting and the children are like a bait you put them there you choose what to do with them and that's why some parents would like their kids to hawk whether it's night time whether it's any time some parents will have their kids go to work for people as slaves under the guise of they will train you in school even if they are raping you shut up we don't have any money that one is better than being here in poverty but you chose to have that child so why do we have people who blackmail their children because they chose to invest in what they chose to give birth to so i buy a car for example i can choose to leave it to look I mean, sometimes I, I, I'm I on the road, I see cars, they are so dirty, and I'm wondering, how does somebody open this door and enter this car and be driving it? Some other time, I look at the car, and I see red mud. I say, okay, maybe they're coming from Benin or from Enugu, you no know, outside town. I understand. You can see that this one has been traveling. But you look like the car that looks like it's coming from GRA or from Ileliwon or from Ileliwon, and it's looking like it's coming from a mechanic workshop. And people are inside, so it's not coming from a mechanic workshop, it's coming from home. So I can choose to leave my car to look like dustbin. Do you understand? It's not on the car. It's on me. So when you have a child and you choose to do whatever you want with the child that you chose to have, it is on you 100%. The child owes you nothing. The child owes you nothing. So we have people who now use religion to now further manipulate and blackmail their children. God is not happy with you. He wasn't happy in January. He's still not happy in December. That's why the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. It's a good man's choice. And it's a good thing to do. So when you pressure your children, um, Daniel, um, um, I sold on my rapport to send you to school. Daniel did not send you. Nkechi, you that I sweated for, nobody sent you to sweats. So all these things we do. We make it difficult for people to grow and to go and to glow. So we we trap our children with money. We're manipulating them. We're destroying them. I get messages every now and then. My father is angry with me. Why? He wants to eat all my salary. I know greed. Then I become a bad child. Some of them will tell you that they will curse you. Bible says there's no curse, curse, curse. It will not work. They are wasting their speech. Because even as a parent... God is God over you and you owe God an explanation. So God will tap you now. Hey, come, come. do come. You had the children by yourself, right? Yes, God. There was family planning. You chose not to do it. And God, I was looking for a son. Now you have four sons. Fantastic. What have you done with them? And that's what I'm saying now. As I take a Emeka to private university, I want him to come out and train the rest. So if you knew that... You don't have strength to train more than a mecca. Why did you have the rest? Oh, no, you don't understand. Life happens. My brother, my sister, this life has been happening since 1988, since 1942. We've been on earth. We've seen things. So you see that people struggle when they carry more than they can bear. And you know the African communal living system, which means that if Eno is earning 100,000... She's spending three hundred thousand because one uncle is there that trained her that expects her to give her life for him and his children. There's one auntie that time that she was sick that stayed with her in the hospital. That one to expect her to take care of her health. There's one father. There's one mother. There's one person. There's one. So the culture keeps us indebted to a lot of people. And then we start to cave in the weight is too much for us to bear but again the child had no role to play you made the choices as a full-grown adult except you had a child when you were 13 and if you did you also made a choice because you had adults in your space that could have you know taken the child off you immediately and said oh we'll do this don't worry go back to school or whatever it is that you know could be done but you're an adult you're able to go to a church to do some counseling Come out and say, I do. With your senses intact, you have a child. Because you chose to have a child. Now, you have birthed a child. You've chosen what to do with your time for the child that you chose to have. The child played no role there. It was two adults that played a role to bring a child. Two adults. And now, um, I trained this. I did this. I did that. They've abandoned me. But like the the, the, the response was, did you build a sense of family Did you have a good relationship with the child? Did you build up the child in the way that the child should go? Bible, not a lie. Train up a child in the way that he should go when he is old. What that also means is that in between the growth and the old, there is some foolishness, right? Uh Aha, that can be cured in different ways. Chief of which is example. Otherwise, when the child is old, they will not depart. You don't see departing means you're moving from where you are. But well, the first question is, is the child even there in the first place before we talk about them departing? So we put a lot of pressure on young people, blaming them for our failures, our choices that they had no hand in. And here we are in our 50s, in our 60s. Every day you have nothing good to say about that child. You are deceiving yourself. You are wasting your your breath. God is not even listening to you whining because you had a choice. I know you don't understand those days things were good. Things were good, but you still had a responsibility to extended family members that you needed to keep because you chose to do so. What did the Bible even say? Let's pretend that we are all Christians this morning. When I was hungry, when I was naked, when I was homeless, I think, and when I was in prison. So if you make choices as an adult and you want to now manipulate and blame your child for the outcome of your choices, you have not done well. What was the reason for you doing? For, let me tell you what I understand parenting to be. The Bible says, children are arrows in the hand of a mighty Ah, (sighs) man. He did not say in the hand of a man. In the hand of a mighty man means that when you have sense and you want to start burning children, you must be mighty in some way. So with that might, you know, a mighty man, what comes to my mind right now is the person the size of Goliath. Maybe not physical size. But the person the size of Goliath holding a spear or an arrow. If a Goliath with his size throws that arrow, how far do you think it will go? Put it in a bow and shoot the arrow. Why? Because the person already already has some might, has some capacity. So when they pull at the bow, they are pulling with precision. You watch the movies now, nobody just goes and starts shooting any bow and arrow. No, it's a weapon. So children are weapons. So we come to the world and we see how it is. The world as we met it, you understand. Then there is the world as it could be. Then there's the world as we must make it. While we're here, right? What do you do? You balance well. See, when people shoot arrows, they don't lean. It's not one leg up, one leg up. No, they position very well. Then they choose. Okay, that's done now. So so this is what it is. So the person who's going to shoot an arrow needs to balance well. So you balance well, you face the direction in what in where where you want to shoot, right? So balancing well meaning that you are gaining knowledge. You Are searching aggressively for knowledge, you're taking opportunities, you are building your gifts and talents, you are mining it, you are earning from it, you're selling it, and frequency too. More buyers, more people paying you, right? So, this child that is in your hand that you've chosen to have, you have a plan. <laughs> uh, not be say, I want born, that one is not an achievement, eh? Uh-huh. It's not an achievement, eh? Uh-huh. Is in the what is the end product, which of course is your choice. So, this is what it is. If you both want your child to be rubbing shoulders with, let's say, the Obamas, for example. But I tell a lot of young people who want to marry and have a family, start to work now that you can hear. Start to work now that you're not entangled. Start to build. Someone sent me a message last week. I'm 22. I listened to you. I have a plot of land now. I said, imagine if you're able to focus like this consistently by the time you're 30. So this is what it is. Because you know where you want them to go. Then you start to plan. Because education is not cheap. Whether you like it or not. And I tell people, I would rather pay $1 million a term for a child in nursery and primary school and pay one hundred thousand in secondary school because that's the foundation if the foundation is weak the child will struggle that's why we have graduates come here they can't write a simple letter but they can't spell which is elementary school work so because the mighty man knows that he's a mighty man and he has responsibility to answer to god he will position himself well first face the direction he wants the child to go the child is like an arrow. So you so shoot be an arrow is not a joke. You position, then you pull. The pulling is in the training. The pulling is in living by example. The pulling is the investment you make in the child. The deposits, the love, the, the, the affection, the hugs and kisses, the conversations. Not a shut up, shut up house. Do you understand? The pulling is, there are going to be hard times. There are going to be times where everyone will not like you or agree with you. But that's not on you. This is what you should focus on build your mental capacity build yourself as a person those are the times extracurricular activities you play with the child you let them see the world As you're tugging you're pulling at the arrow now still in the bow then when the time is right you release it that is the a child is like an arrow in the hand of a mighty man and i'm not talking gender now human being if you can give belé, you can carry belé. you're a mighty person or you can be so you shoot the arrow you'll see that that arrow will go somewhere. You watch some of these movies, they want to um, burn a, a place. It's an arrow they'll use. they just put something on the tip, maybe gunpowder, then they'll, they'll shoot it. Once it touches something, it ignites. Same arrow. So we see the world, we meet the world the way we meet it, we see what could be and then we do what we can. So children are those arrows that we shoot to get what could be. Yes, they are the future. They are the solutions that... Are going to create the world as it could be so we cannot take it lightly we cannot take it as an investment Eh, by the time i train romeo now when he become this thing he will now no madam no sir that's a faulty thought pattern and that's why we have troubled adults young adults who are eternally troubled they're not happy they are confused because they are in the hands of people who don't know how to shoot they've not trained and that's another thing it's archers now You have to train. They have not trained. They don't know. I know I want to be a doctor. Seven years in school. Ah, Seven years is too long ago. But when you're a parent, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're an engineer, you're a salesperson, you're a a cook, you're a cleaner, you're a barber, you're everything. So seven years is too much. Some of you, you've not read any book on parenting. You don't even care. Eh, If my parents did not make so much effort and I turned out like this, the world then is not the way the world is now. You have to also realize that there are new realities which we are trying to grapple with as adults. How much more the children who are going to solve the problems that we created and we are creating. So some of you have children and you use them as investments. I will do this, I will do that then. They will pay me this, the, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm you chose to have that child you chose to do the things that you're supposed to do to make sure that the arrow goes far it is your decision to have the child so you must give it direction it's a responsibility it's not a yeah it's a joyful thing yes but it's a responsibility that you chose to carry a burden you chose to bear why did you do all the things you did having children in your care is also service to god because god will ask you the one that you chose to have what have you done with it what are you doing with these children all good parents sacrifice to one degree or another, but don't blame it on the children. Don't blame it on the children. You're acting like the child owes you. Your children do not owe you anything. The Bible says honor your father and mother. And the Bible also says do not provoke your children to anger. The Bible also says a good person provides for his family. If you cannot provide for your family, you're not an infidel. The Bible also says a good man leaves an inheritance to the fourth generation. I mean, we're talking about Abraham. People sing that song, Christian folk, Father Abraham. Did you see that Abraham, see, Abraham fixed, fixed the wedding for his son. His son was 40 years old. Abraham fixed the wedding, arranged the gifts and everything, gave the guy a servant, sent even sent emissaries. Please go and help us shop for that girl. She will follow and come. And that's what happened. That's what a father does. That's what a mother does. You prepare for your children. I wrote yesterday, I said, once you're over 35 and you have anything that looks like an asset, write your will. I read something yesterday, very disturbing, how the mother had done this with the father, they struggled together, it was their business, she wasn't collecting salary, fa foul, fa, fa, fa I said, in this day and age, no now. Have a fund, have a trust for your children. Buy the land in their names and have the discipline not to sell it. It's their property. Fence it round if you must. Start a farm there if you must. Whatever, you want to lease it to a company for 10, 20 years, Whatever it is that you must preserve it, do it. But you made a choice to have those children. You made a choice to make that sacrifice that was required. Because everything that is good requires sacrifice. So when you act as if your children owe you, when you um, act like it's an investment, do you know how much I've spent? Nobody sent you. You chose to have that child. So you must go through the risk. See, there's nothing that is free. You buy a car. If some mad guy hits your car, it's either it's going to fix it or you're going to fix it. And sometimes in between fixing time, so you might not have the car for a week or two, something has to give. And that's why if you're a young person of childbearing age, you're not still having children, I beg, have a plan. Know the kind of school you want your kids to go to. Check your pockets. Try to start to aggressively move your life forward. By the time you start going to get them, by your actions, consistent actions, You'll be ready to give them the life that you believe that they should have because they are like arrows in your hand that you're going to shoot to solve the problem of the world. Every time in the Bible there was a problem, God sent a child or a person. Jesus' classic example, Samson. A child was born. When he needed to send a person, he sent Esther. Do you understand? Somebody will always be sent. That person was born as a child. They grew. So I needed to just drop this this morning because you have many young adults who feel guilty. They live a life of eternal guilt because their parents are blackmailing them, emotionally torturing them, psychologically draining them. I'm telling you this morning, you owe them nothing. They chose to have you. They chose to make that sacrifice. See, everything good, every choice you make, there are consequences. If you're going to have children as a female, you'll have to pause your life for some time. It's inevitable. Maybe three months, maybe six months. Then you start doing whatever it is you're doing again. Do you understand? If you're going to go to the university to study, to become a doctor, there are things you will sacrifice. Good things don't finish. But you know that in the next six, seven years, you need to focus on this task so that 10 years from now, you can start to treat people who have ailments. There is a game. There is a goal in sight. So we need to have different kinds of conversations with our children. All this blackmailing, all this, I did this for you. Who sent you? Did you know there are going to be consequences? That you're going to not spend as much as you wanted for yourself because you now have another person that needs spending and care? You don't know? Or you think that you go to hospital for free? <laughs> At 80, what do you even want? Stroll around, maybe a meal a day, some fruits and vegetables. What else do you want? If you want to travel, yes, you can. So what's the option? You buy a private jet or you buy a yacht and you enjoy your life. The things are there for you to buy. What do you need to do? Position yourself, learn, grow and make the money. Simple. Like my father, you know, I loved him so much. So when I started earning, I used to, you know, give him treats. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't depending on me. He didn't used to call me or text me for money. He had enough money of his own. Yeah. So, yeah, you appreciate what your child does for you, but they are not there to do that. That's not what children are here for. You are here to solve problems of the world and you cannot be a problem.